From the KOA studios, it is Split Decision with your hosts, Bueller and Dodge, brought to you by Fight Fans Radio Network on Spreaker, Stitcher, SoundCloud, and their iTunes account. Or find us online at our webpage, splitdecisionmma.com, and visit our sponsor, please, officialkoa.com. All right, so coming up this Saturday, it is UFC on, on FX9, right? Fox it is. UFC on Fox 9. I can never keep them straight. There's so many events that happen throughout the year. And uh, there's going to be a lot of really good fights. It's going to be a local card, pretty much, because we're here in Northern California, and it is happening at the uh, Sleep Train Arena up in Sacramento. Now, very interesting turn of events has happened leading up to this. We we lost the uh, the Condit-Matt Brown fight due to uh, a, a slight injury on Matt Brown's part. It was in his back. Hopefully, he will have a speedy recovery. Now, because of that, this might be one of the lightest cards the UFC has ever put out. Are you aware of that, Joe? Uh, lightest weights, for sure. I, I think we count down the weight, actually. I think we go 55, 45, 35, 25. That's, that That's is cool. absolutely insane. So, obviously, joining us on the phone, we have Joe Lauzon, who is going to be competing this weekend at the Sleep Train Arena, going up against Mac Danzig, and joining me, uh, as always, for the interview is Dodge. And we have some questions for you, man, because that's what we're supposed to do. That's what we're here to do. Uh, one of the things that we got to ask that we have to ask you is uh, this fight, is this a do-or-die fight for you? Uh, I mean, I, I think every fight is do-or-die. I mean, you're, you're only as good as your last fight. My last fight didn't go as well as I would like or didn't turn out the way I want. So, yeah, I mean, I, I think every, every fight is a do-or-die fight. Now, do you feel comfortable knowing that any moment you could possibly win your Joe Lauzon money? And making this fight, I mean, now that Condit Brown is off, I mean, you still might have some competition with Faber and, uh, you know, McDonald. Yeah, I mean, it, it, you know, I'm definitely going to the, the Joe Lozon money, you know, because we are going to rename the bonuses after me. You know, I, I do hope to, you know, topple Anderson Silva. Right now, Anderson and I are tied. We both got 12 bonuses. So I'm hoping to take the number one spot all to myself. But, yeah, I mean, it, it, it's a super pack card, though. I mean, there's a lot of good guys, uh, a lot of really fast guys. I always feel like, you know, big knockouts are always nice, but... Maybe you have guys that are fast. Knockouts can happen in the blink of an eye. Submissions can happen in the blink of an eye. So there's a lot of lighter fighters on the card, and you know anything can happen really fast. Now, Joe Lauzon made made his uh, his appearance, his debut. Uh, it was a big one when you came out and you shocked the world by knocking out Jens Pulver. Of course, Jens Pulver was was the favorite in that fight, and everybody was awaiting the Jens Pulver return. And then here comes Joe Lauzon. Boom, knocks out Jens Pulver. And then all of a sudden, it was like, well, wait, that wasn't supposed to happen. And they put you on the ultimate fighter. And then you work your way up through the ranks of the Ultimate Fighter, come back into the UFC, and now you have made a spectacle in, in the, of yourself in the cage by winning so many fights of the night. Now, do you find yourself, even though you're on a two-fight skid, because you've been such an amazing fighter and won so many bonuses and put on so many fights of the night, that Uncle Dana is, is looking past your record and just looking at you as a fighter? Yeah, for sure. I mean, I, I think my record, you know, looking at the, the numbers on my record don't tell the whole story. You know, I, like you said, I have a lot of submission and I have a lot of bonuses. Uh, you know, I, I think that, you know, so in the the spot that I'm in, I'm the first fight of the main card, and that's a critical fight. You know, I mean, that's a really important spot where you want someone that's going to come out with a lot of energy and, you know, is going to really set the tone for the entire night. And I, I, I've been in that spot in a lot of my previous fights. So, you know, I, I'm, I'm honored to be in that kind of spot, you know, because really you kick it off and, you know, get it started with a bang. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I'm, I'm, I'm not worried about my job. Now, the last time we talked to you, I think you were working on your uh, app, that you were designing yourself. Oh, that's right. Do you, any, do you have anything currently that you're working on? Are you still working on the app? I'm always, you know, tinkering around and messing with something. I, I kind of decided not to do so much with the app, uh, with the phone stuff, because iPhone limits you a little bit. Uh, I think that a lot of like, the more social media stuff, like Twitter and things like that, are, are more beneficial. I mean, there's, there's 8 million apps where you can get on Twitter or something like that, or, you know, deal with Facebook and deal with all that stuff, I think, is, is more beneficial. Now, is there any way we could hire... 
Mr. Joe, I was on to work on our website. I mean, I, I feel like ours is okay, <laughs> but it could be, a, could be a little bit better. And, I mean, that would be I a big like name. Anyone can, anyone can always get their, their, their website doing better, you know. Uh, you know, I, I've actually I thought, I, I put some serious thought into doing, like, almost like a social media, um, you know, consulting kind of thing, just because I, I do think that a lot of people just don't know what they're doing. What would your hourly rate be? Help, but, uh, oh, it would be, be too expensive for anyone to afford. <laughs> <laughs> What other hobbies do you have on the side besides tinkering around with uh, with, with IT and, and apps and things of that nature? Uh, I play a lot of Xbox. Um, you know, tons of Call of Duty. Like, Xbox, like, people think, oh, you know, he's playing Xbox. He's not going to the gym. And that's, like, the furthest thing from the truth. Xbox and Call of Duty and stuff like that is really nice for me because I get to turn my brain off. I, I get burned out when I'm, I'm so focused on the fight, things like that. And, you know, I, I play a little Xbox, you know, kind of take it off my mind a little bit. And uh, it's a great way to rest and recuperate and just kind of take it low, uh, take it easy and lay low. Do you ever play uh, the UFC game on Xbox? Yeah, you know, I play a little bit. You know, it's kind of it, it kind of defeats the purpose for me of trying to you know get away from the sport a little bit. You know, but I'll definitely I'll, I'll play a little bit here and there. Do you play have a new one coming out, uh, which I think is going to be awesome? It comes out uh, this spring, I think. But do you play as yourself? I, think. Uh, I do play as myself, but it's kind of a double edged sword because. <laughs> if, if I lose and I'm playing as someone else, well, it's like, oh, I can blame it on the character. When I lose when I'm playing as myself, it's 100%. And all that blame falls off. <laughs> I'm a terrible player. My character sucks. Everything is just bad. Do you ever just get mad at yourself and go pick another player and beat yourself up? Uh, yeah, I've, I've actually done that a few times. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Kind of like, do I want to win or do I want to lose? It's kind of it's a weird spot to be in. Well, Joe Lauzon, you've been one of my favorite fighters since you made your debut in the UFC. Wishing you all the luck this weekend as you go up against Mac Danzig. Uh, that's, again, this this Saturday happening in Sacramento at the Sleep Train Arena. If you have the means to get up there, we highly suggest that you do so. Otherwise, check it out on Fox. It's another one of their free cards. Joe Lauzon, thank you so much for being on the show today, man. Oh, thank you. I appreciate it. Also uh, going down this weekend at UFC on Fox 9 up at the Sleep Train Arena in Sacramento, we have Chad Money Mendez putting his uh, his nice win streak on the line going up against Nick Lentz. Now, uh, you, do it, you have four wins in a row, pretty much all of them, by knockout. Are you looking to continue that in the UFC? Of course, man. I'm always looking to um, get that knockout. I mean, that always makes makes for a sweet night. Um, you know, you basically put all the hard work into the camp and get in there and make it quick like that. It's it's always a positive thing. So, now, was uh, yeah, that, definitely looking for it. Were you saying, Dodge, that this, if he gets a, a fifth knockout, it would be the record in the UFC? That's correct. You're going to get fifth knockout, right? I think the most knockouts in a row is seven with Chuck Liddell. I'm close to that one. Oh, okay. Uh, the record I was trying to break was um, the most consecutive first-round knockout. Ah. That, on, that ended with Guida. So I'm looking to beat the, the most knockouts, which is seven. So I got a couple more. Now, Chad Mendez has a very impressive record. If you don't know the name, you should know the name. This guy has been uh, just killing it in the UFC. If you look at a man who has a record of 15 wins and one loss with his only loss to Jose Aldo. That says a lot about, about this guy as a fighter. I mean, it, you feel like you've had a pretty good career so far? I appreciate that, man. And, yeah, I mean, I think it's, uh, it's been great. You know, I, I came off the wrestling career. I started wrestling when I was five years old. And, um, you know, after college, I'm, the day after college, actually, I put all my stuff in U-Haul and moved up to Sacramento with Uriah. And, um, you know, I just started training with these guys that came off the mill and just kind of fell in love with it. So, um, you know, this, my career so far is pretty much right on track other than getting that belt, but, you know, things happen, and I, I honestly, at that time, when I when I got that offer, I, I don't think I was as prepared as I needed to be, but, you know, in this sport, you don't pass up a title shot. I mean, of anything can happen. I could, you know, detach a retina and never be able to fight again or, you know, tear or break something and be out for a year or two years. 
they don't turn it down, and I didn't. Um, you know, I, I feel like I was winning the fight, obviously, until I got caught at the end. And, uh, you know, I just basically built, uh, built up my confidence in knowing that, you know, I can get in there and hang with the best. So um, it definitely helped. And uh, since that fight, <clears throat> I had the four knockouts in a row. And like I said, I'm looking to continue that uh, this weekend and make it five. So I'm excited, man. Yeah. Now, do you feel that uh, this win over Nick Lentz will put you into a, a, a title shot right away with Jose Aldo and get that rematch? Yeah, I think so. I mean, Nick Lentz is ranked number eight in the world. <clears throat> you know, I've already beaten a couple other guys that were ranked top ten. And, uh, you know, I think another win with, you know, five in a row would be, you know, in my eyes, what it, what would be needed to get that shot again. And ultimately, it's up to the UFC, but, um, you know, I'm hoping, praying that I go out there and, and destroy this guy, and that's what's next. So, we'll now- see. You've been uh, you've been training with Dwayne Bang Ludwig up at uh, Team Alpha Male, right? Yep, correct. Do you feel that you can attribute uh, your last four knockout wins to him? Oh, yeah, I mean, there's definitely a lot of help because of him, and you know, him coming into Team Alpha Male is exactly what we needed. I mean, we didn't have the head coach figure before that, and you know, we, we were definitely lacking it. And I think that was just the small thing that was keeping us from winning those belts. And you know, now that we've had him, I mean, his whole system is is so awesome for us. I mean, he's the type of uh, trainer that understands that, you know, every body type is different and every technique isn't going to work for every single person, you know. Stuff works for some people and stuff works for the other. So, you know, I think with that type of mentality, his his uh, system is great for us, Team Alpha Bell. And, I mean, I think it's been shown the last few fights. Everyone's yeah. been really killing it. So. Well, considering, I mean, you, you had a couple of knockouts here and there throughout your, your career, and then, boom, four in a row. Obviously, it's made a huge difference. Now, I've heard, and I... I I literally just heard this last night, so I haven't had a chance to check on it. So maybe you can you can shed some light on it. Is Ronda Rousey training up there with you guys? No, she's not. Okay, I see. Uh-huh. I, I wasn't sure about it. Somebody told me last night that she was specifically going to see uh, Dwayne Ludwig so she could get some striking lessons. But I guess that person was misinformed because Misha Tate is trained with you guys, right? <laughs> unless unless she's planning on coming up, you know, in a while. But no, she hasn't been training with us. But you guys had Misha Tate there for a little bit, didn't you? Yeah, we did for a little while. Would that be awkward for you if you if you trained with Misha and then you started training with Ronda? No, not at all. I mean, don't really talk a whole lot to Misha anyways, but um, they, didn't, they didn't stay up here for very long, so it was more of just like a long training camp for them <laughs> other than, you know, like a, a specific partner. Oh, okay. But, um, no, I mean, I think I always, I always like new guys and new girls coming in and training just to get different looks and, um, you know, you, you you always learn something new. Um, you kind of trade knowledge, so I, I enjoy it. Now, uh, real, real quick, since we're talking about them, let's go ahead and ask you, who do you pick in that fight, Ronda Rousey or Misha, Misha Tate? Uh, I mean, that's tough. I, <laughs> I want to go with Misha just because, I mean, I know how tough Misha is. Obviously, we know how tough Ronda Rousey is, but I've never trained with her. But I know Misha's potential, and um, I don't know, just her. I know she's a tough wrestler, too. Yeah, oh, definitely I'm gonna, a tough I'm wrestler. All right, I'll go with Misha, too. And while we're on the subject of fight questions, Dodge is picking Ronda Rousey. While we're on the subject of fight questions, uh, Dodge came up with a great fight question uh, that we've been asking a lot of the fighters, so we've got to get your opinion on it, too. All right, so who would win in a fight? It's a bear with machine guns for hands and feet or a pterodactyl with that poops chainsaws? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we have a bear with machine guns for hands and yep. a pterodactyl with what? It poops, poops chainsaws. chainsaws. Boobs with chainsaws? No, it poops chainsaws. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm kind of liking the boobs with chainsaws now. No, the, the the bear has machine guns for hands and feet, and the pterodactyl poops chainsaws. Wow. That's a tough one, because we got the pterodactyl that has the element of 
a flight, but I mean, the bear could shoot him down with the machine guns. I, I think I'm going to have to go with the bear. The bear? All right. I think so, because, I mean, the bear could hide and pop out and just blast it, you know? I'm 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 of the strategy, and Dodge is with me on this. Of the bear just rolling over on his back and firing up in the sky when the pterodactyl tries to dive bomb him. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like you can hide, you know. Yeah. Even just hide behind a tree. How are you, how are you going to drop the chainsaw if he's hiding? Hiding. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. So Chad Money Mendez picks the bear with the chainsaws for hands and feet. Again, the fight is going down this Saturday up at the Sleep Train Arena in Sacramento. Chad Money Mendez taking on Nick Lentz. And if you can make it up there, make it up there. It's in our own backyard. But if you can't, it will be for free on Fox. It's UFC on Fox 9. Chad, thanks for being on the show. Best of luck this weekend. Uh, thank you, guys. I appreciate it. And last but not least, joining us today, a very special treat. It's going to be awesome. Again, the fight's going down this weekend, this Saturday on Fox. It's UFC on Fox 9. The main event going up against Joseph Benavidez. We have the champion, Demetrius Johnson. Now, Demetrius, this isn't the first time you've met Joseph Benavidez. And in fact, the last time you guys met, it ended in a split decision. How are you going to fix that this time? You know, just go out there and execute my game plan and hope to come away with the, you know, uh, the victory. What's the game plan, though? Uh, the game plan is you got to turn in to Channel 13 5. <laughs> at 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. <laughs> then everybody else can do the math. All right, fair <laughs> enough, fair enough. Don't want to give up any secrets. Now, I recently watched your uh, interviews and the show on, on the road to the octagon, and the big quote that I pulled away from you was, it says, that when you hit people, they go down. Now, I... Me personally, I have not seen you with a KO or a knockout in the UFC yet, but that didn't seem to stop you in your last fight when everyone was giving you a hard time about not having a finish in the UFC and you came out very strong and finished your opponent. Do you feel that's going to be something you can prove in this next fight? You know what, to see, you know, um, a lot of people forget, you know, I'm fighting the best guys in the world. I mean, you look at all the guys that I fought, you know, John Moraga, he had two losses, no finishes. Um, John Knotton. He has no finish. He's never been finished. Um, Ian McCall, he's never been finished. Uh, Justin Vides, he's never been finished. Dominic Cruz, he's never been finished. So you look at my, my streak. I'm fighting the best guys in the world. I'm not fighting, you know, number eighth or number ninth in the world. Whereas, you know, other people in the world, you know, they're fighting, you know, eighth and ninth. And all these guys, they have very good win records. I mean, Joseph only has, what, three losses. Um, mm-hmm. So when I, and when I say that comment on, on Dora Octagon, I have no idea where that came from. I even sent the Brian... Uh, the director, I was like, I, I don't remember saying that. And he goes, dude, you say a lot of things. And I was like, oh, okay. Sounds <laughs> so when I hit him a call, you know, in the face, he fell down. So, you know, I, I think it's something you're starting to see, and hopefully I can keep on um, showcasing that showcasing that on Saturday night. Now, uh, you you did the, the Road to the Octagon, and, and uh, I was watching the episode, and a lot of people online seem to uh, make comments about uh, you seem to have a nerdy persona. Now, do you embrace that, or do you resent that? Um, I don't do either, either, you know, this is who I am, you know, I don't, this is how I am, and if, if society wants to accept me, they can, if they don't, that's, that's fine, um, you I, know, I only uh, say it because some people, if they get, you know, I, I have friends that are gamers, you know, and if I call them a nerd, they're like, damn right, I'm a nerd, you know what I mean, and, and they, so they embrace it, but there's other people, obviously, that would take it negatively and be offended by it, so I was just curious if, how do oh, you no, feel about I'm not offended at all. I, I love video games. I love, you know, um, comic books. I love Marvel. I love superheroes. Um, I, I, it, I don't bother me one thing. I'm not offended at all. <laughs> so who would be your favorite? Who's your favorite comic book hero then? Oh, man. That was a huge list. But if I'm going <laughs> off the bat, oh, man. 
uh, you know, I'll, I'll go with the X-Men, and, you know, I like Spider-Man, and um, I'm starting to get into Superman. The last Superman movie was pretty sick, so that's why they got me a fan, but Superman ain't got no lot of good bad guys. Um, Iron Man, he's cool, but he has uh, crappy bad guys, too. Okay, you're definitely you're definitely a comic book nerd. <laughs> but see, at least you're picking good ones. My favorite comic book hero is Gambit. Nobody likes that. Gambit's legit. He's good. <laughs> and his purple and pink spandex. That's great. Whatever, man. Whatever. <laughs> and in the video game, he goes Cajun Spice, and he throws his cards at him. Exactly. He can represent. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> so, being sponsored by Xbox, did they send you a lot of games to try out? I mean, obviously, we saw you sponsored by Assassin's Creed 4 this last time. Yeah, um, you know, the last game I actually tried out for them was, uh, what was the game? Uh, Tomb Raider, you know, I did a shoot for those guys, and I actually got to play the game before it got released, and it was pretty cool, and um, they're they're awesome people to work with, and we have a, you know, a good um, partnership going on with those guys, so I'm just happy to be on board, and I'm I'm happy they support me. One of the things i got to ask, obviously, we don't know all the financial figures, but some of the figures came out of the, about the last Fox card that you, that you headlined it, and that you are also the champion of, and it seemed to be that you got one of the lower pay skills. How does that make you feel being the UFC's flyweight champion and seeing these other guys that are, are uh, pulling in bigger numbers? You know, that doesn't bother me. You know, um, like, I, I came from a job I was making $20,000 a year, so I'm, I'm always grateful where I'm at, and I think the UFC takes care of me. Um, they, they do a good job. You know, I'm never out there complaining about how much I get paid, and, you know, I think it'll, it'll pay off eventually. And, you know, my wife and my son, they don't have to, my wife doesn't have to work, so I'm, I'm happy. Yeah, there's a lot of, there's always a lot of arguments on the pay scale for the UFC. Uh, but it is, it's, it's refreshing to hear people like that have your opinion about it too, that are like, no, I feel like I'm taken care of and I can, I can survive. My family does well. And it's great that if, you know, if your wife can stay home and, and, uh, and you can still work, that's, that's fantastic. It's good to hear that they're taking care of you, man. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess, uh, that's, that's all we have for you today. Uh, we know you have you coming up this. Uh, Saturday, UFC on Fox 9 is headlined, of course, the flyweight champion Demetrius Johnson going up against Joseph Benavidez. Uh, you can watch it for free on Fox, or if you're close enough like we are right here in Northern California, why not make the trip up to the Sleep Train Arena in Sacramento and watch it unfold in front of you live. Demetrius Johnson, we wish you the best of luck. Thank you so much for being on the show today, man. Thank you guys for having me on. I appreciate it. Thanks for listening to this special edition of Split Decision. Uh, of course, it's Bueller and Dodge, your host every week, bringing you the news on mixed martial arts and uh, all the events that are happening in our area and around the world. It's what we do, man. It's how we roll. Big thanks to our sponsor, KOA Knockout Artist Clothing. Visit them at officialkoa.com. You can also find us uh, through Fight Fans Radio Network on their Spreaker, Stitcher, SoundCloud, and iTunes accounts. And, of course, last but not least, our very own website, splitdecisionmma.com. And uh, thanks again for listening. Have a good night. We'll see you at the fights.